Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from October 6th until the 13th, where over this next week, we have Pluto stationing direct on October 6th, Venus entering Sagittarius on October 7th, a lot of energy between the Sun, Mars, and Mercury retrograde all in Libra, and then we also have Saturn stationing direct on October 10th. So I'll be talking about these energies in today's show. Thank you so much for being here. And I wanted to give you some quick updates really quick before we get started. The first is about Instagram, where a number of you have reported that someone who has been falsely representing me has been reaching out to you for readings through DM, through direct messages. And I want you to know that this is actually a prevalent issue right now on Instagram. There have been many fake accounts created for many people. I have had to block five under my own name. I've had to block them and report them. Please know that I would never solicit you for anything. I no longer do individual readings. I stopped doing those a few years back. And I would never reach out to you asking you for money or offering services of any kind. So if someone is doing that, please report them and block them. And unfortunately, this has been very common and it's something that may just continue. So I just wanted to let you know that I'm aware of it. I appreciate all of you who have reached out to me. I certainly don't want any of you to lose money or to be swindled by these con artists, but we also have to be very smart about things that are happening online these days. So just a heads up about those things that are coming up on social media. And I am feeling better. Thank you all for your well wishes, although my voice might still be slightly off. And so you might hear that. And something I wanted to share with you that I always do, and perhaps you do this as well, is that whenever my energy is feeling at 100%, whether it's a cold or tired or whatever it might be, I always claim the energy I want to consciously work with, where I state that this is happening for my best and highest good. May this experience that's moving through me, may this energy that's moving through me clear out and release anything that I am willing to let go of. And may I only connect with the highest consciousness of this energy and of this experience. And this is something to remember as we are moving through these very dynamic times when the energies are quite big and you can have waves of things coming through, whether they're affecting you physically, emotionally, mentally, what have you. You can always claim the highest consciousness to work with. And when you do that, you're shifting your own consciousness to a place of being in your power, in your light, and in your choices. So even when it feels like something's happening to us, coming at us, you know, we catch something that sings our energy, you still have the choice in how you're going to move through it, and you have the ability to determine what is true for you in your energy field and in your own sense of reality in your own timeline. And that can be really beneficial mentally and psychologically, in addition to how we take care of ourselves physically. So I've been taking the elderberry syrup and some really good vitamins, nutrients, resting, all the typical things. But I think it's important to be aware of how you handle something mentally is also in your power and in your choice. So in last Wednesday's show, one of the main 
themes was about something being clear to you, something having the energy of being absolute, something that you've realized, you've decided, you understand is correct for you or not. And part of the energy of this week, and as we move into October, is finding the point that you can be steady. Steady in the energies, steady in yourself, where you're not being rocked to and fro. You're able to manage your energy, maintain a point of equilibrium, and also be more aware of how you might unconsciously be out of balance or what that means to you, meaning what typically pulls you out of equilibrium, what pulls you away from your center or your sense of self. Because these Libra energies are asking us to be more aware consciously of our own internal balancing and how we're able to stabilize, stabilize within ourselves. And that is a strength of Libra is that not only is the Libra energy wonderful at being objective, at being aware of other people, at interactions and being social and having good conversations, but the Libra energy can help us with a steadiness that can be very grounding and balancing. And I feel like that is a big theme right now because the energies that are shifting this month are moving us forward but they can take time to lock into gear, meaning things don't just turn around quickly or on a dime. It can take a few days for the energy to pick up and get going. Uh, You can maybe feel impatient. You could be ready, 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 but then have to pace or wait for more to show up. And so as we have Pluto stationing direct, which is happening at 24 degrees, 18 minutes of Capricorn, this is a very slow moving energy. And this is where Pluto is what's digging deeper into our consciousness. It's where we have to do a lot of shadow work, where we get to know ourselves in a deeper, clearer way. It's where we go into these parts of our energies that we didn't see before or we didn't fully understand. And so now as the energy moves forward and will pick up the pace over the next few weeks, this is where we take forward what we've learned and connected with, but without the karma, without the same level of unconsciousness or unconscious patterns that perhaps we've been in or we've experienced for multiple lifetimes. And that's how deep Pluto goes, is that we have insights into our energies across multiple lifetimes and multiple dimensions of time. So there is always a deeper awakening with Pluto where we understand more of the soul's experiences because Pluto connects us to our energies outside of just this lifetime, connects us to the soul's experiences, the soul's imprints that we have held and maybe they've been locked away or put on ice or we just weren't tapped in. Now what we're doing is something within us is shifting and awakening to more. More of what you're here to master, 
more of how you're here to be in your own authority and sense of self, your ability to stand on your own without relying upon others. And these are some of the strengths of Capricorn. Capricorn also connects us to our ability to be the leaders and CEOs of all of our energy, all of our lives. And with that comes responsibility and it comes a level of management. You know, how do I manage this? I have to be aware of what I'm doing, what I'm taking on, you know, what matters to me at this time. And so over the course of October, there's a sense of not only maintaining your own stability and steadiness, but also being very mindful of how you use your energy. Does this serve me? Do I want this? Can I commit to this? If I'm going to say yes to this, what will it involve in terms of energy, time, responsibility, and do I have that available at this time? Because if I don't, then I need to say no. And so Capricorn can also help with where we have to say no to something. And I feel like this energy relates to that theme of what is clear to you, what you cannot do anymore, what you can't take on, what you don't want, what you don't want to repeat. This Pluto in Capricorn is requiring us to go deep and be brutally honest with yourself around matters of your life, especially where you have this 24 degree point of Capricorn in your astrology chart whichever house it's in, that's where the universe is saying, okay, right here, you're making some clear choices about your own truth, your own power, what matters to you now, and what you need now. And this energy has been working with us since early 2020. About February, March 2020, that's when Pluto first entered 24 degrees of Capricorn. And because Pluto moves so slowly, every degree point matters. So this is where we're understanding more of what is a priority and what is not. And I feel like this is going to show you where you're ready to say no. A no thank you, no I can't do this anymore, no I need to pass, Uh, this no longer interests me. I have other priorities at this time, or just something that's bringing you clarity around yourself. Because Pluto connects us, again, to all of our energy across multiple lifetimes, and there could be something in yourself that you're making a commitment to that only you know about, which is something like, I'm not going to make that same choice ever again. I'm going to hold myself to a higher standard. Or maybe there's something in your life that you've been spinning in, like a a habit or something that you've always done, and you realize it's not bringing you to the results you want. It's not creating what you want in your life, and you realize how that energy starts with you, and you're shifting it. You're like, I'm not going to be that way anymore. I'm not going to make those choices. I'm not going to say those words. I'm not going to communicate like that. It depends on wherever this Pluto is transiting in your natal chart, whichever house it's in is bringing your attention to something you're able to transform permanently in your life. 
And these themes can be very loud right now if you have planets or points at 24 degrees and if Pluto has been working with you since early 2020. So the Pluto energy is very strong. I'm going to jump ahead here to the Saturn stationing direct energy as well because it relates. Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn. Saturn is stationing direct at 6 degrees of Aquarius and 53 minutes. And this is where Saturn is also holding you to a certain requirement, commitment, or responsibility that is important where you also have to make choices. So there's a theme here of clarity, choices, understanding what works, what doesn't work, establishing boundaries, being able to communicate those boundaries in an effective, compassionate, honest way that supports your energy, supports who you are, and also with the awareness that you know perhaps how someone else is going to hear what you're saying. And that's because of the strong energies in Libra, which I'll get to next. But the theme right now is really understanding your yeses and your noes. And it doesn't feel like there's any maybes. Where if you find yourself saying maybe, which maybe it's related even to the Mercury retrograde, that could show you where you need more time to get to that clear yes or no. Because I feel like this energy is supporting us in being decisive. And the more decisive we are, the clearer the energy runs. Because energy moves fast when we really understand what we want. And if you're in an in-between zone or you're going back and forth on a teeter-totter, the universe is just waiting for you to be honest in what you want. And there's something here where you could be holding off on an answer, a direction, something because you're overly concerned with other people. And again, this does go into the strong Libra energies right now where you don't want to disappoint. You don't want to leave someone behind. uh, You don't want someone to be mad at you or upset. You don't want to rock the boat. You're looking for a way to maybe be win-win and how can this be peaceful and reasonable. And all of these are very beautiful intentions. But there's something about this month that's asking you to stand in your own corner with strength and confidence because that's where your power and your energy is at its strongest. And there's an understanding too that as you do that, you're allowing other people to also be in their strength, in their power. Now this gets really interesting for empaths healers, intuitives, those of you who are highly sensitive and we pick up on other people's feelings where let's say you know you have to have a conversation with somebody or you're going to address something that might be a little sensitive or tricky or you're aware of the fact that they're not going to like it. Your energy could then unconsciously go to trying to take care of them or to help them, or to diminish or hold back your own needs, you could go into adjusting yourself to accommodate them. So this is a time to look at, am I overly accommodating people? Am I adjusting or diminishing my needs for others? Is that really working for me? Is that really what I want to be doing right now? Does that really support my energy? 
Or do I feel drained? Do I feel neglected? Do I feel resentful? Maybe you notice you're giving more than you're receiving, that there's some one-way dynamics here, and that it's out of balance. So again, coming back to this theme of being stable, steady, and in balance means honestly assessing your own behavior and if you're overdoing, overgiving, overaccommodating, which can come from a very good place. It can come from that place of, I want to be helpful, I want to assist, I want to support others. But I feel like what is essential is that you're not doing so at your own expense and you're not holding back what you need and you're not putting yourself at the bottom of the list, so to speak. So there's a realistic assessment of your energy where you can be observing yourself, observing what you do in certain situations, dynamics, relationships, and how you're using your energy. Because if you are a natural giver, you're empathic, you're a healer, you, you want to support, you want to assist, sometimes that energy is actually not in your best and highest good because it can create a dynamic where you're unintentionally carrying other people or you're unintentionally overdoing it or basically giving too much of your energy and not allowing someone to access their own power, not allowing someone to step into their own capabilities, their own responsibilities, their own sense of self. And again, this is not always intentional and it's certainly not always conscious, when it, especially when it's coming from a very caring place. But this energy is where you're stepping back from what is out of balance. And it starts with us. It starts with that honest, realistic assessment of what we do for others. And that's part of this Libra energy exchange. And because Saturn is stationing direct October 10th and 11th, there's something here where it's good to have stronger boundaries around people, but also for your own self-awareness and energy management. Saturn in Aquarius is showing us what we can build going forward, where we can put in really clear energy and effort towards what we want, that next vision, hope, dream, inspiration, what lifts you up, what is showing you the way forward. And maybe it's different, maybe it's new, but it also has something to it that's motivating and inspiring because it's connecting to something within you authentically. And so this Saturn in Aquarius has helped us switch timelines and connect with future potentials that we didn't see before. But if that's what we want to create and experience, then we also have to be aware of how we're using our energy today and how we can shift our energy into that new potential and that new reality. So as both Pluto and Saturn station direct, there's a new understanding of your priorities, what's important. And this feels long-term, meaning you could have new understandings of what you want to experience in this life, 
maybe things you weren't ready for before or you didn't want before and now you're interested in them. Now it's something you want. Uh, perhaps there's something that you're shifting in your lifestyle. You're shifting in what matters to you in terms of your values. I have friends who a number of years ago sold their house and have been living on their boat full time. They've been in Puerto Vallarta for a few years now, and it's a better fit for their life and what they want their life to be about. And when we apply this understanding to how the world at large has been shifting and continues to change, there is a reassessment of life priorities. And I feel like that's part of October is where you're looking at how have I been using my energies to sustain certain parts of my reality? And is this what I still want? Or am I ready for something different? Has my energy changed to such a degree that there's things in my world I no longer care about? It doesn't matter to me anymore. I don't have any invested interest in some of the things that previously were important to me. It feels like those types of big shifts are underway and opening us up to those new pathways and those new directions. So stay open to whatever might be coming through, whether that's through your intuition, through various messages, or just something that you're sensing that is new and different because that could be your own soul's guidance showing you a new path, opening up, that again, maybe you weren't interested in it before, but now you have some space in your world for it now. But I'm also seeing this as space within your aura, space within your own energetic being. This could even be that you've had openings in your chakras. We've talked about how the chakra system is growing and how we are able to hold more energy and more light. We're able to hold higher frequencies and we're able to sustain those higher frequencies. That's been part of this cosmic shift throughout this year. And so as we're expanding, we are then expanding not only our own consciousness and our own energy, but we're expanding into new potentials. So it's quite exciting as we are opening to new experiences in this reality. And again, that could be one of the themes that October is revealing to you is that there's more here because of how far you've come, because of all the healing work, all the shadow work, all the energy work, all the work, right, that has been required. It does pay off. It does work. It does matter. And the universe recognizes it. It's absolutely recognized especially when we have these openings in ourselves, when we have these openings for more or for what's next. So that is certainly one of the themes at this time. Now, as we move into looking at the personal planets, we have the Sun, Mars, and Mercury retrograde all in Libra, and they are all going to be conjunct for a few days here, having a number of conversations. The energy will be most active October 6th until the 10th. October 6th through 10th, Sun, Mercury, retrograde, and Mars conjunct between 13 to 16 degrees of Libra. A lot going on. A lot of conversations, movement, energy is in motion here. With Mars, there can even be the sense of 
needing to do something right now. Mars is often the more aggressive energy of the personal planets. It is about the movement and action. But with the Mercury retrograde conjunction, there is the need to think it through and to write it out. So it's making sure you aren't just speaking off the cuff where you might put your foot in your mouth or say something you regret. The impulsivity can be strong when Mars and Mercury are together. With the sun here, the sun is the biggest light in our solar system, the biggest star, and it is shining brightly on these matters, bringing your attention to the energies of Mars and Mercury in Libra. So this is about really how we're doing relationships, how we are interacting and sharing with others, how we're connecting, what we say, what we mean, how we follow through. This energy, it can be passive aggressive in Libra, where you don't say everything, you're just kind of maybe putting out some crumbs in order to gauge another person's interest or reaction. So there's a sense here of maybe holding back, which isn't always healthy. It's like this energy feels a little bit tangled, almost like, oh, there's so much I have to say. There's so much I want to do. And then you like get tangled up in knots until you're able to think it through and process it fully. So it's a very mental energy which is the Libra air sign, but it's also a desire to talk it out, talk it through, bounce ideas off another person. It can be a productive time if you're working with someone else to get things done. Again, anything with collaboration or cooperation has extra energy right now, especially when each person knows their role and their responsibilities and what they need to do. So this is a good time to have clarity on tasks. Here's the assignment. Here's what we need to do. This is the checklist. And when there's clarity and people can get to work or have the right focus, then it can be a very productive time. This energy also can feel like fire drills. Like there's a sense of maybe panic or, oh no, I need your help or I need someone to figure this out with me. Almost that urgency of even looking for someone to come in and rescue or to come in and assist or to come in and help solve something. And that can be part of the Libra dynamic of not doing something on your own. Who can I work with on this? Who can help me? Who can assist? And it's being mindful of what's healthy and what is too much. Again, it's where we can have some unconscious habits around, I'm trying to save everybody or I'm trying to do everything for everyone because there's a lot of requests for help or there's a sense of, I usually take care of this duty for this person, so therefore I have to take care of it for them now. I feel like all of that's really changing and I feel this pulling back, like this retraction of energy where if you catch yourself leaping in or you catch yourself going to someone else for help, really look at, can I do this on my own? What am I expecting of them? What am I capable of handling within my own energy? Do they have the time for this? Are they at capacity? It's about inserting that type of mindfulness that can really help keep relationships balanced and healthy instead of 
doing what we've always done and never considered the bigger picture. I also feel like this energy really supports new forms of problem solving. Where, for example, if you're the expert at something and you're really good at it and people come to you all the time and they want a solution or they want your time or they want your energy, they want your answers, maybe there's another way for you to help them without it taking up all your energy. And this can be as simple as referring them to a YouTube video or some other tutorial or resource where they get what they need, but it doesn't drain you. It doesn't take it out of you. And what we're assessing again is how we are showing up in relationships of all kinds, how we're participating, how we're contributing. Does this work for me? Am I doing too much for others and not receiving in return? And this is where you can make some clear decisions around your own unconscious habits. Now, this can also be beneficial if you've been overly reliant on someone to the point where it has stalled you out or slowed you down, where now you can say, oh, I always relied on them to get back to me with specific answers or information, but I'm going to check it out myself. I'm going to look into this myself and not go to them immediately. So again, new problem solving is supported here. New ways of interacting with people is also important. There's also energy this week where you might have to revisit certain conversations or topics, and it's a good time to have clarifying questions, to ask for specifics, to ask for examples. If you don't understand something, if it's not clear, if you need more information, This is where healthy dialogue is a very good thing because Mercury retrograde in Libra, especially conjunct Mars and the Sun, is going to show us what we didn't know, what we didn't realize, and can help potentially fill in the blanks where we made assumptions or where we had unrealistic expectations of someone else. And one more thing about this energy, because of the Mars signature, people could piss you off or be, you could feel impatient uh, this week, even more so than normal. So give yourself time and space as needed. Be very aware of how you handle your reactions, your emotions, um, anything that comes up, because it is a good time to retract your energy, bite your tongue, don't say it if you don't have to, you might regret it later, it might make things worse, and eventually you'd want to come back around to focusing on solving a problem, solving a misunderstanding, talking things out, working it through, and that Mars doesn't always support that kind of energy. So just keep in mind that if you are pissed off or something really gets to you, that you can have an awareness of how to handle it. You can understand your choices in the moment and make sure that you're not gonna do something or say something that you may regret. And then finally this week, we also have Venus entering Sagittarius on October 7th, and she will stay there until November 5th. Venus in Sagittarius is quite adventurous. She's a seeker. She loves her freedom and doing her own thing. She doesn't want to be tied down or held back. She wants to expand and grow. This energy opens up our abilities to connect at a higher level, to see more, within us that we haven't seen before, especially because Venus 
supports the development of confidence. Confidence in who you are, acceptance of who you are. And in Sagittarius, you've been learning through multiple life experiences what is true for you. And this Venus journeying through Sag, she lifts us up and says, remember this, remember the good within you. Look at the good things you've done. Look at what you've learned. She connects us to more of our wisdom and what our truth is at this time that really feels good, that has a sense of optimism and trust. And this Venus in Sag will help you trust your own process. Trust whatever you're going through. Give you a surge of faith, faith in what you're doing, the ability to believe in yourself, and you could feel that it's easier to do so because this is the part of you that really wants to shine, that really wants to be more self-aware as you learn and grow from your life experiences. This energy also reminds us to have fun, to laugh, to have a good time, to make sure that there's things you enjoy in your world and in your daily life and that it's important that we do so because that's what lifts our energies. There can be a carefree attitude here with Venus and Sag, sort of that, don't worry about that, we'll figure it out later, enjoy what's going on right now, enjoy a good movie, have fun, and stay open to what you don't know yet. Stay open to the possibilities because this is an energy that is going to help us connect with those higher levels of faith, especially as we move through these bigger energies that can have a lot of uncertainty and confusion to them. Venus and Sag brings in the faith and the trust in a process. So this is a good time to stay open to what is coming up to your awareness that is new and different, where you have clarity around perhaps new priorities or new things you want in your life, as well as maintaining stability and steadiness as we move through this process that might not be very fast at times, where things are maybe plodding along and you wish it would go faster, it would then be good to manage your energy so that you're trusting the process, you're remaining stable in what is true for you, and you're not letting yourself be swayed too much by anything outside of you. Now on that note, we only have about three months left of this year. But there are still a number of big energies to come, including the two eclipses in November and December, the third Saturn-Uranus square on December 24th, and then the upcoming Venus retrograde in Capricorn, which is conjunct Pluto for much of that transit. Individually, these energies are significant, but considering that we're going to be experiencing most of them, if not all of them, actually within four to six weeks at the end of this year, we're going to be ending 2021 in a very powerful way. For those of you who are in the 2021 Soul Growth Astrology Program, you might want to log in and review these energies in your chart just to revisit what's coming up for you. 
or for those of you who aren't in that program, it is 50% off right now. It's 50% off the 2021 program. It's with coupon code BY2021. That's B-Y-E. And I'll put the link below because I think it's going to be really helpful to understand what's coming up for you as this year ends and as we transition into 2022. So please know that we're still riding these waves. There's still big energies that we're working with and that astrology is a beautiful gift for understanding the themes, the cycles, and the changes that we are navigating through. The 2022 program is available as well, and that is coupon code 2022. However, you cannot use two coupon codes at once. You can only use one coupon code at a time per transaction. So I just want to call that out because I know some of you have asked. So if you're going to use coupon codes, you can only purchase one program at a time. And unfortunately, there's nothing I can do about that on my side. It's just how the platform works. So hope that helps you for those of you who had that question. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. I am grateful for your energy and presence during this time as we move through these energies together. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday for a new podcast episode. And please check out my YouTube channel where I just released the Aries full moon video, which is happening on October 20th. And I totally had my Mercury retrograde moments where I called it an Aries new moon. And when I record those videos, I'm always like, how many mistakes am I going to make? But I hope that's the only one, and I hope that that video assists you in understanding these new energies that are coming in. We are always working with new energies. We are always working with these changing of the energies and new light codes, and we're also impacted by solar flares and coronal mass ejections from the sun. So we're always in a dynamic state of change and evolution and shift. And that's what makes this so fascinating and interesting. So thanks for joining me. I'm very grateful that we are on this ride together and I'll see you back here very soon.